sir. Awesome. It's an honour to be here. I now call it Fundabra. So you've got to make it fun. The deputy mayor, lovely old lady, not old lady, she wouldn't like me saying that, lovely lady, when we first moved there, I said, I think I'm going to call it Fundabra, and she said, no, you won't. <laughs> she likes me now. Cool. God is good. And uh, yeah, the first time I met Pastor Darren, and he's awesome, well, I didn't meet his wife at that time, but the first time I met Pastor Darren, we actually went, oh, get this off. So annoying. So annoying. Can I have an eye? Yay. Yeah. Praise God. First time we met Pastor Darren, we were actually seeing him as our optometrist for our kids. And uh, let me tell you, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Neither did he. So we were in the conversation and he said, oh, I pastor a church. And I said, where? And I said, is it an ACC church? And I said, I never heard about Ignite Church. Not that I know about every church. But uh, yeah, so New Life Centre Mandubra is an ACC affiliated church. And uh, who here has heard of Pastor Wayne Elkhorn? He used to play under the pews because he had pews back when he was a kid with a couple of our congregation. When Pastor Alex Elkhorn, who recently passed away, uh, was a senior pastor at New Life Centre Mandubra. So a little bit of history there, a little bit of trivia. And if you ever see Pastor Wayne, tell him, you can say to him, I heard that you lit a fire in the spare block beside the church. And I told you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you and praise you for this day, the day that you have made. And I thank you and praise you, Lord, for every one of these people here, everyone watching online, everyone who will watch this message later. Lord, we pray that you would speak into our hearts today, Lord. We, we, we just let go of every care, every struggle right now, Father. We open our mind and our heart and our spirit that you would speak to us, Lord, that we would hear your voice, not Alan's voice, but that we would hear your voice in Jesus' name. Amen. So for New Life Centre Mandubra, what we do with, the, I've got a several preachers in my church who, who we put on roster. What I do is I, I ask that we preach in a theme. So I, I pray about what theme are we going to preach this month or next month or next month. This month, the month of January 22, the theme is to answer the question, What's God's plan for me this year? And you might have thought that at some stage during the, the beginning of the year, maybe the end of last year. What's God's plan for me next year as in 2022? Who's ever thought that? Maybe this year, last year. What's God's plan for me this year? This last year was terrible. I didn't like it. Yeah, didn't like last year. Didn't like 2020, I know that. I don't have to ask any hands up for that one. But um, I want to start with something a little bit different today. Can everyone grab out your mobile phone? I'm watching the live stream of this service. Can everyone grab out your mobile phone just for a minute? This is part of my message. And I have got permission from Pastor Darren. No texting though. Just grab out your phone and I'm going to invite you to take a selfie of you and the person beside you. Take a few. It can be funny, but you know, lucky you are dressed up. Lucky you got your makeup on and your hair done. And, but just take a quick selfie of you, the congregation, the person beside you. I'm going somewhere with this. Now clearly you didn't expect that in church this morning, taking selfies. Okay, you can stop taking selfies now. <laughs> Pastor Darren, will you organise? No, I'm joking. You can stop taking, taking selfies now, but, but luckily you're all dressed up and your hair's done. It's, it's not like you planned to take selfies this morning, but you're already dressed up. Now, who likes to take selfies? Who likes to take photos of their food, put it on social media? Who likes to take photos of their kids or their grandkids doing something amazing? Who likes to take photos that accidentally become funny photos? Like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. Hang on, I'll get the video. Now you can fall over. You know, those sort of funny videos. Now, I've got a couple of photos to show you here, and I'll get uh, the team to put them up on the big screen for us. The first one, there it is. My little girl, she's amazing. She's not so little anymore. There it is. Next one. 
That's my amazing wife, Pastor Marissa. She's, she's preaching there. This is a few years ago. We've been in, in Mandubra for nine years this month. This is Eidsvold, about 25 minutes north of Mandubra. Next one. There's my amazing little girl. That was a few years ago. Next one. That's me and one of our amazing congregation, Ken's his name. This is at one of the Christmas in the parks. Actually, we, when we got there, there was a youth group in our church and uh, we were raising money. I coloured my hair. I got $900 to colour my hair red <coughs> to raise money for our youth camp, our first youth camp that we did in church. Next one. That is an older picture of our church building, typical Catholic-style looking building in the country. Who's seen those buildings? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so the sign's different now. Next one. There's the, another picture of my amazing little girl. Next one. This is Marcus, my awesome little son. This is when we lived in Sunnybank Hills. We had an alien ship crash in the backyard, and this is his little pet alien. Next one. There's uh, one of our congregation again, red hair, me. Next one. That's Pastor Marissa. Well, the night that I got my hair coloured, what, what we did is like we gave people the option to sponsor whether my hair gets coloured red or blue. Whichever one raised the most colour money, that, that was what we coloured my hair. Next one. There's my amazing little girl shooting aliens, like Marcus's alien. Next one. There's one of our congregation. Um, this is the selfie, you know, I take selfies. Next one. This is one of our congregation as well, the amazing Sue. She was preaching in Eidsvold. Next one. Her husband, the amazing Lloyd. Now, Lloyd, their, their surname is Dales. Who knows any of the Dales family? So Lloyd and Sue Dales, Pastor Kevin Dales of the CCOC movement. Um, so they're all related, but Lloyd, his heritage, his uh, grandparents were part of the founders of New Life Centre Mandubra in the 30s. That's pretty cool. And now he's in the church. Next one. That's me. <laughs> so there's a story behind this. When my kids were younger, I did story time for them at night time. And I, and I dressed up sometimes, did funny things, and I made them laugh and then go to bed. You're trying to get them to sleep after, after they're laughing. It's very hard. Next one. <clears throat> my amazing little girl again. Next one. Amazing Marcus. I don't know why but he loves chocolate. Anyone else got that problem with their kids or grandkids? Next one. This is my amazing kids again, a little bit younger. Next one. Now, picture says a thousand words. I can't tell you what the smell was or where it come from, but I'm sure it was a smell. Next one. <laughs> this is our worship leader, Michael. He's uh, sneaking in before the women's high tea the event that we were running. He's just having a quick cup of tea and he got caught. Next one. Now, hold that picture there. My amazing little girl. This is in the house that we currently live in. Went shopping and I asked her to put the toilet rolls on the toilet holder. She had one job. That was it. And that's how she did it. <laughs> Next one. This is the amazing uh, Rosie and Tom. They're not married, but this is our Cupcake Sunday. See in the background? That's the amazing Lloyd. He's in the background. Keep that word, background, in, in thought. This is our cupcake Sunday. They're just testing the cupcakes. Next one. This is one of our congregation. We do a mop and mow. So we go around to our congregation randomly once a month and just clean up the yard or clean the house. And this is Trevor doing the backyard of Tom and Joy's place. Next one. This is after a mop and mow. We've got Pastor Dennis Lumley there. He come as a guest speaker and I accidentally put him on the weekend. We did a mop and mow, but he come and helped clean up Tom and Joy's yard it was just it was a big day and then we have a coffee and uh, a bit of cake afterwards next one this is uh, Bonnie our worship leader worship leader's wife she's on the worship team and Pauline they're doing a, the mop and mow in the actual manse which is now we've turned into a food pantry Life Care Mandubra you see the van out there Life Care Mandubra is our community care arm of the church next one this is my amazing pastor, Marissa, my Alyssa, my daughter, my Marcus, my son. He's now six foot eight. He's only 15. He rests his chin on my head. So I talk to him like this now. Marcus, you behave yourself. <laughs> Next one. <clears throat> that, that photo was probably two years ago. Uh, this is uh, Marissa and Alyssa riding horses. They're taking a selfie. Notice a beautiful background there. That is a green day. We've had about three droughts declared over Mandubra in the last nine years. That's green. That's it's really green. Next one. This is Cupcake Sunday. There's Trevor eating cupcakes and Sue and Marcus. 
someone in the background there, I'm not sure who that is. Next one. This is Marcus when he was younger, telling Darth Vader, big Lego statue of Darth Vader, that he's naughty and what he should be doing instead of trying to take over the universe. Next one. This is Marissa preaching. If you can see that, there's a couple of stickers on her glasses there. But the things like unforgiveness and resentment and all that sort of stuff blind us. That was her message. Next one. I'm going somewhere with this. This is our free clothes day that we run and there's Michael sitting down hiding. And I just took a random photo. Notice a sign in the background. Praise God, seek God, worship God, trust God, thank Michael. It was totally accidental. It's one of those funny photos that you realise later. How did that happen? It wasn't even planned. Next one. This is what I did. I just, I just drew a face on a leak and I said, I hate when I find a nasty link under the seat. Next one. This is Pastor Marissa preaching another awesome message. It's in our church, so the old building, but it looks very contemporary inside. We've just changed it all around. Next one. This is the sign now. Life Care Mandubra, sorry, New Life Centre Mandubra. And this is our free clothes day. I just copied and pasted a little article on the front of the sign so that people could see what we're doing. And this Pastor Cindy Lee Bosky on the left with her mum. I don't know if anyone know the Boskies. Pastor Cindy's amazing singer and she's pastoring a church. Next one. This is at the Gold Coast, the National Conference, having coffee. Next one. This is another mop and mow. See me in the background. Got Bonnie and another lady who volunteers in our life care. Next one. This is in the elevator at National Conference. Plenty of people in the background there, photobombing. Next one. Now, Michael sent this. This is inside our community care arm, our life care Mandubra food pantry. He sent this message to his wife because she loves Fruit Loops. Next one. That's Pastor Marissa and I. Next one. That's the, what the church looks like now. It's not much done to it, but yeah, it's green, praise God. Uh, and the uh, new sign as opposed to the old sign. Next one. And under the fire hand, it says the fire of God. Because that's what we're believing for, the fire of God. This is part of our congregation, just a bit of a photo there. And next one. This is Pastor Dennis when we had the coffee machine out the front. Who wants a coffee machine? I'm selling it $20,000. No, I'm joking. <laughs> coffee machine was out the front of the church. It's now in the back of the church. Next one. This is me and the kids and Marissa. I go every Monday or Tuesday to Eagleby, Twin Rivers Community Food Outlet, part of the Twin Rivers Church. Who knows Twin Rivers Church in Eagleby? No one? So they're a pretty good church, uh, Pastor Reuben Roos, but they have a food outlet. So I dress up like an idiot and I go in the freezer for about 45 minutes, minus 26 degrees, to, to fill up the eskies for food, frozen steak, all this stuff. And we take it back to Mandabra for our food pantry. And we sell heavily discounted food to the people in the community. And the more people that shop, we can actually give away more uh, hampers to those in need. We give away so much. It's really cool. It's a great mission. Next one. And this is Lloyd again waiting for the food pantry to open. He just scored a couch on the veranda on the front footpath one day. So thank you. That's all the photos. So I've got a few. There are a few photos from my photo albums. Who's got photo albums? Whether it's a book or 300 gigabyte on your phone of photos. So you probably have a few photo albums. Now, going through my photos one day, I realised I got a bit of a revelation. I reckon that God has a photo album or two of his kids, of you. Now, there's no scripture for that, but I reckon he does. Why wouldn't he? I reckon he's got a few photo albums of his kids. You know, those special moments where you had breakthrough. I reckon he looks at some of those photos sometimes and he goes, Oh, I remember that. They trusted me. Oh, look at this one. He goes through the next photo and goes, look, this is their first step of faith. Because those things are precious to him. Those moments where you have breakthrough, where you have a revelation or, or, or a, you know, an amazing dream of, of God's character and his love for you, they're amazing moments for him. Oh, why wouldn't he have them in a photo of them? So he'd say, I remember that. That was so funny. I loved how they did that. I love you is what he's saying. Who knows what I'm talking about? You know, we do that with our own kids. We, we plan photos. I reckon he sometimes he takes selfies 
already photobombs. That moment you have a revelation. That moment you take a step and there's a faith and there's a breakthrough. I reckon he's going to sit there one day in heaven with you. and He's going to click through a few of them and go, you remember that? And he's going to say, you thought I wasn't going to come through. But then wham, I came through. And in the background of the photo, like you see some of the backgrounds of those photos, you see the Holy Spirit going, I'm here. You trusted me and I came through. He'll probably click through and with you one day in heaven and go, see that? You thought it wasn't going to happen. But now it's a miracle. Now it's happened. He's going to be in some of those photobombing moments. I really believe that. We do exactly the same thing with our kids, with our family, with our friends. Like that, I just did that with you. Some of those photos might invoke some of your memories of going, oh yeah, I remember when the kids did that. I remember some of the photos that you've got of your own kids. So why wouldn't he do it? I mean, who's done that with the photos you've got of your kids or your family? Who's done that? You've shown, shown a mate, a friend or, or, or a relative. Look at this photo. I took this photo of little Johnny and he was just doing the silliest thing. But it was really cool. Or oh, this is when they graduated school. Who's got photos of kids graduating or, or kids finishing school or, or driving their car for the first time? Yeah, we don't want those photos really yet. My son gets his learner's permit this year. Yeah. Thankfully, he can't drive the van for the insurance. <laughs> he's, he's learning to drive. He's doing all right. But it brings me to the point that I have no doubt that God plans those, some of those photos because we plan our photos. I mean, you weren't planning on taking a selfie this morning in church, but you're all dressed up ready for it. Luckily, Who's got some of those photos where oh, I wasn't ready for that? You know, they go, call your name, you turn around and it's like the oddest shape of your face and your hair's all messed up. But, but we plan photos because we want to make those moments very memorable and we want that photo to look amazing. And I have no doubt in my heart that God plans some amazing photobomb moments for you this year in 2022. I have no doubt that he's planned that, that he's got plans to take those photos, that, that those moments where you have breakthrough, the moment where you have miracles, signs and wonders, the moment where you, where you see God move. Why do I think that? Well, if you've got your Bibles, we need to see what the Word of God says, obviously. Why do I think that? If you've got your Bible, turn to Jeremiah chapter 29. Now, some of you have probably heard this scripture several times or read it. And the context of this passage is, Simply that Israel's been naughty. They've rebelled against God how many times? I don't know. But they're in captivity in Babylon. And God's raised up Jeremiah, the prophet, and he sends Jeremiah to give them this word. And it's starting from verse 11. Because they're in captivity. They're like distraught. They're going, how long is this going to happen for? Why are we here? Oh, woe is me, God. God says to them in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Verse 14a. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. I know the plans I have for you, he says, in 2022. Photobomb moments. I know the plans that I have for you, the Lord says in 2022. The moment you're healed, the moment you have the miracle, the moment the breakthrough comes, the moment someone puts 50 bucks in your hand and says, God told me to give this to you, the moment God, God reveals his grace and his love and his glory to you and your heart goes, oh, I knew, I knew it, I knew it. The moments... He's got those plans in place and everything leading up to that. He's working it, he's working it, he's working it and it's going to happen in 2022. The moment you have miracles, signs and wonders, he's going to be there in the background. The Holy Spirit's going, I'm here. You took a step of faith. 
the moment you have a testimony. So you need to understand all this is part of your testimony. This is the day that God provided. This is the day that God healed me. This is the day that God changed my perception of who he is and his love for me. This is the day I was touched by the Holy Spirit. This is the day God anointed me and there was gold dust everywhere and anointing oil fell upon me miraculously. Now, some of you might be going, well, I don't know about that. Let me tell you, New Life Centre Mandubra, we've had people with anointing oil on their hands. Not put on there. We had Pastor Jimmy Gino, I don't know if you know Jimmy Gino, pastor in Toowoomba, Victory Life Church. He come and we had an altar call and he was our guest speaker. We have him every year. And I called this lady up. I said, you need prayer. And she goes, I'm not falling over. Who knows about falling over? Get touched by the Holy Spirit, slain in the Spirit. She said, I'm not falling over. And I said, you don't have to fall over. She said to Jimmy, I'm not falling over. He said, you don't have to fall over. She said, put your hands out. And I'm standing on one side, Marissa's on the other side to catch her in case she falls over because, you know, 23 people before that fell over. She said, I'm not falling over. She's just a character. And I said, you don't have to fall over. And Jimmy said, put your hands out like this. And Jimmy said, God's going to anoint your hands with oil. And straight away, in both of her hands, in the middle of her hands, just oil started forming. And Marissa said, look at that. And she just lost it. She just laughed and carried on. She was hit by the Holy Spirit. She didn't fall over. But for the next 20 minutes, she had oil coming out of her hands. She went around touching people and, and touching them, going, look at this. I said, Joe, just stop. Wait, wait, just have a look at it. And she just laughed. She was slain by the Holy Spirit. She just went and touched people all over the place. Pastor Marissa's had anointing oil on her hands and gold dust. Miracles, signs and wonders that confirm the reality of God, the love of God, His love for you. He's going to take photobombing moments this year in those moments and those miracles in your life. Can I have an amen? Who needs a miracle in their life? Put your hand up if you need a miracle. Put your hand up if you know someone who needs a miracle. We all know someone. So what am I trying to say? Before I answer that, I need to say something else. So let's look at the book of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. You probably know this scripture. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. So God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is the same yesterday, today and forever. However, I put it to you. Although he's the same yesterday, today and forever, I reckon he likes change. Why? If you've got your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. He loves change in me and you. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, Amplified Version. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed. There's that word, transformed. And progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, what, sorry, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Now, the word transformed, I want to touch on that. The Strong's Concordance says the word transformed in Greek means metamorpho, change after being with. Changing form in keeping with inner reality. Properly transformed after being with. Transfigured. Jesus had the time of transfiguration. He was changed. Is the root, sorry, metamorpho is the root and English term of metamorphosis. Who's heard that word? It metamorphize. So what am I trying to say? trying to say that he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. But he's going to do new things. Going to do new things in you. What he's got planned for you this year is new. What he's got planned, I'll say that again, what he's got planned for you this year is new. We don't want 2020, 2021. It's because often we ask the question, what's God's plan for me this year? I can tell you he wants to take more photos. 
He wants to bring the miracle sign and wonder, the, the change, the, 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 the showing you a new aspect of his character, showing you the testimony that he's forming in your life. He wants to take more photos of the breakthrough. I believe that this year, the Spirit of God is and will, is already started, moving like never before. He wants you to be part of that. He's about to do new things in each one of us. But only if we seek Him with all of our heart. Jeremiah 29. When you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. That's what the Word says. How do I know this? Everyone would have heard about Peter the Apostle. Peter quoted the prophet Joel in the book of Acts chapter 2. If you've got your Bible, turn to the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 16. So this is the day of Pentecost. They've just been baptised in the Holy Spirit. Something new in the day of Pentecost. They received the infilling of the Holy Spirit and fire. Speaking in tongues. Thousands of people heard them. And these people are drunk. They were confused. They were speaking in tongues in their own native language from the land that they were from. They couldn't understand what was happening, but they could understand what they were saying and they were glorifying God. And they challenged them and said, oh, these people are drunk. But Peter stood up and he said, Acts chapter 2, verse 16. But this is, he said, no, we're not drunk, folks. He said, verse 16, but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Something new. Same God. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Verse 18. And on my manservant and on my maidservants I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapour of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of that great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever, shall call, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That sounds like to me, that sounds like the same amazing God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, who is unchangeable, doing something new. And he's going to do it this year. It's already started. He's unchanging, but he's doing new things. So what's he got planned for you this year? Something new. Photobombing moments of the miracles, signs and wonders that you've been waiting for, praying for. Who's been praying for some, something to happen or a loved one to be saved for more than 12 months? Anyone? Who's been praying for healing for, for more than two weeks? Anyone? So miracles, signs and wonders is what we need, what we want, what we desire and that's what God's planned for you. It's already begun. And we've already, as I mentioned before, we've already seen some of these miracles, signs and wonders. In our church, in the last 10 months, had two women healed of breast cancer. We've had people healed of ankles, knees, injuries, like long-term injuries where they couldn't kneel on the floor. In worship, Trevor, in the photo you saw there, he said to me one time, he said to me, Alan, Alan, my shoulder's healed. So he couldn't lift his shoulder for about 18 months. And now he's flapping his arm like a duck. I said, that's great. And it happened during worship. No one laid hands on him. Just the move of God across the room. As I said, Pastor Marissa's had oil on her hands. Joe's had oil on her hands. Another one, uh, the, there's no, oh, Sue was in one of the photos that we were at the Gold Coast. We're having wor uh, praise and worship practice and prayer meeting. And she said, I felt like an, someone touched me. There was no one touching her. There was no one behind her. She said, I think an angel touched me on the shoulder. And I said, that's possible. Next song, Holy Spirit said, go and check your hands. I went and checked the hands and I said, show us your hands. This is only like, we went on holidays in November, so it was the last week before we went on holidays. This is just last year. I show, showed me your hands. She showed me your hands. There was nothing there. And then from her fingertips, on both hands, oil started forming. I said, God's anointed you to go and heal people right now. Go and pray. She went and prayed for Lloyd, and he was just like, you know, just doing the Holy Spirit shake. 
God was moving and touching his heart. Just miracles, signs and wonders, things like that. People healed of stomach pain, like chronic year in, year out, stomach pain healed in the name of Jesus. And now I don't know why it didn't happen the first, seventh, twelfth, fifteenth time we prayed for those people, but God's starting to move. He's the same God yesterday, today and forever, but he's doing something new today. And he's got plans for you. Miracles, signs and wonders. Change is coming if you seek him with all of your heart. Can I have an amen? He's got moments planned. He's going to show you the photo in heaven. He's going to see I was there. Holy Spirit's in the background going, yep, here I am. The miracle, the sign, the wonder. The, the moment you get that touch of the Lord, you hear that the prayer's been answered. Yes, amen. In praying about this month's theme for New Life Center Mandabra, to answer the question for the individuals, what's God got planned for me this year? God really confirmed it for me a day before I actually told the rest of the preaching team, which is like two days before I actually preached the message my first message for this year, which is this message, by the way. In praying for this month's theme the, uh, the other week, God showed me the scripture in version. Who's got version on their, on their phone? So the, it comes up with a, a scripture of the day every day. And the scripture was Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 to 19. And the context of that is, is God's talking to, to the people of his redemption, his redemption plan for Israel. He's foretelling his plans. And in that he says, Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19, and I believe this is for us today. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Same God yesterday, today and forever, but he's going to do a new thing. That's his character. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So my advice is forget about the things of the past. Forget about what the enemy's done or what the enemy might be planning on doing. Who's had the enemy do stuff in your life? Anyone? Every one of us. Because he comes to steal, kill and destroy and he hates us with such a venom and such a bitterness. But we've got God and he's got plans for us. And he says, I'm going to do a new thing. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about what's happened or what hasn't happened. I'm going to do a new thing. And he says, I'm going to uh, make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And to me, that speaks of God's going to open doors where the doors don't even exist because he's well able to make that door open. He's well able to create the door. He's well able to bring provision where you didn't expect it. He's well able to heal you when you didn't expect it, but you need it. Now, my Christian walk in those times where I've had, oh, I don't know how this is going to happen. How's, how's God possibly going to provide? The revelation I've been given by the Holy Spirit is simply this. He is my God of my impossible. It's impossible for me to change the situation. It's impossible for me to do this or do that or, or fix that situation. It's impossible. So I need my God of my impossible. Can you say it with me? He is my God of my impossible. Now, where there is seemingly no way out to get through or to, to change the situation, no possible answer to the circumstance, no possible way you can come up with the money to pay that bill. No possible way because the doctor said you've got this and you've got that and you're going to die. My God is my God of my impossible. Say it with me again. He is my God of my impossible if you seek him with all your heart we will find him and he will make a way and it's in that moment when he makes a way when he opens the door when he creates a door when the provision comes when the healing happens it's in that moment he's going to take a photo and the Holy Spirit's going to be there going I'm here you trusted me. You sought after me. And here is the answer. And that's going to be part of your testimony.
Now, as for the stress of this world right now, the pandemic, the fear of sickness and death, I want, to be, I want to encourage you to be strong in your faith. I want to encourage you to be strong in your faith. If we don't have faith in God that he's our God of our impossible, what do we have? Nothing. We have the media. Oh, they're reliable. They'll tell us the truth, I'm sure. Who reckons the media's lied once or twice? Who reckon the mainstream media's lied once or twice? Let me tell you, this, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. I'm not bagging out media or people who work in media, but the spirit behind it comes to steal, kill and destroy. And if you're in media, I'm not saying that you're a devil or anything like that. But there is an agenda, clearly. And the agenda is not to get you to focus on God. But by default, you will focus on God. If you seek him with all of your heart and you seek him with all of your heart and you seek him with all of your heart, he will be found by you, declares the Lord. And you'll find your breakthrough, you'll find your revelation, you'll find your healing, you'll find your provision, you'll find everything you need to fulfill the calling that God's given you. Because everything you need to fulfill your calling is within your calling. You just need to take a step and step into it. And maybe that's a word for someone here today. God, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do Bible college? Do you want me to start this business? I don't know, Lord. I don't know how I'm going to provide. I don't know how it's going to work. Do you want me to do Bible college, Lord? Do you want me to become a preacher? Do you want me to share the gospel message? I don't know. That might be something you're in contemplation right now. But God's got a plan for you. And his plan is good. It's never to cause trouble. It's never to cause you to go into debt, and you know, bad debt. It's never to cause you to do the wrong thing. But the revelation I got was that if God's called me to do something and I don't have the provision, this is the revelation. Say, for example, you get an inheritance from old Uncle John. He's died and you've got a million dollars. Bonus. You go to the bank and you say to the bank teller, um, I'd like to withdraw a million dollars. My uncle's just died and this is my inheritance and you know, here's the legal document, the will. Uh, please can I make a withdrawal of a million dollars? Who'd love to do that? Yeah. But the bank teller says, okay, I'll just check that for you. And he um, says, oh, I can't give you any money. And you go, no, my uncle John died. This is my money. I'd like to make a withdrawal. And they go, no, 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 you can't. I want to see the manager. Manager comes out and says, okay, what's the problem? I'm like, yeah, well, I'll have a look at that. And the manager says to you, look, I can't give you any money because you're in the wrong bank. <laughs> you're going to go to the right bank. And when you step in there, everything you need in that bank to withdraw money, the withdrawal form, your account, all the details, it's all in there. It's the same with your calling. Everything you need to fulfill your calling is within your calling. You need to take a step of faith and step into it. You need to believe that God's opened the door where no other door could be possibly opened, where the door doesn't even exist. So as for the stress of this world and the pandemic and the fear and the sickness and the death, I want to encourage you to be strong in your faith because he is our way maker. And his plan for you is to do something amazing. Be strong in the faith in the Lord Jesus and his plans for you. And here's something encouraging. If you get your Bible, turn to Philippians chapter 1. Paul writes while he's in prison. Philippians 1, 20 to 26. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It is my own eager expectation and hope that looking forward, looking toward the future, I will not disgrace myself nor be ashamed in anything, but that with courage and the utmost freedom of speech, even now as always, Christ will be magnified and exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. Verse 21. For to me, this is Paul writing, to live is Christ. He is my source of joy, my reason to live, and to die is gain, for I will be with him for in eternity. Who's waiting for that moment? That's going to be good. That's a photo moment there. Verse 22. If, however, it is to be life here and I am going to, and I am to go on living, this will mean useful and productive service for me. So I do not know which to choose. If I am given that choice, but I am hard-pressed between the two, I have the desire to leave this world and be with Christ for that is far better. Verse 24, Yet to remain in my body is more necessary and essential for your sake. 
since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that your rejoicing for me may overflow in Christ Jesus through my coming to you again. I believe that when Paul was writing this, he had a pause moment. Because, yeah, I mean, he wants to go to heaven. He's probably thinking in jail, oh, I'm ready. This, you know, I've been here a long time. The jails, I'm tired of jail. I'm ready to come home, God. But then he has a pause moment. He thinks, if I go home, these people, they're going to miss out on what I can sow into their life for the glory of God. So in that pause moment, he says, you know, going to heaven is going to be great, but the people need me. Clearly, he did not fear death, but the people needed him, so he, so he said, I will live. I say that to say this, in processing and praying about Paul's walk with the Lord, my revelation, this is for me, I'm not telling you this is you, but my revelation was, if the enemy can cause me to live in fear, by default, I will always fear to live. If the enemy can cause me to live in fear, and I'm talking about the stress and anxiety of this world, if the enemy can cause me to live in fear, by default, I will fear to live. It's better for me to live, praise God, for the people I can minister to, for the people that you can minister to, it's better that you live. Because that's part of God's plan. He doesn't plan for you to die. <laughs> Let's kill him this year. Now, some of us may pass away this year. And I may. What you've got to understand is I'm okay with that. I want to live. I want to keep doing the work of God, as we all should. But if I die, I'm okay with that. Just like Paul was. That was the revelation I got. If the enemy can make me fear death, then by default, I will fear to live. So it's better for me to live. It's better for you to live. For the people that you can minister to. What I've learned is to trust God's plan for me. Trust God's plan that he has for me. Trust God's plan that he has for you. I don't know exactly what that is, but I know it's for today. I know it's for this year to give you more insight, to give you more miracles, more signs, more wonders, to show you his character. That's his plan for you, to give you revelation and, and miracle, sign and wonder for this year. Can I have the music team come up, please, when you're ready? I want to encourage you to trust his plan for you. To trust him that he knows the plans that he has for you, declares the Lord. But seek him with all of your heart. What do you want me to do this year, Lord? Who do you want me to talk to? What do you want me to pray for? Seek him with all of your heart. And in the miracle, in the sign, in the wonder, in the, in the healing, he's going to make photobomb moments. Because he's planned amazing things for you this year. So trust God's plan. Can you say it with me? He is my God of my impossible. He is my God of my impossible. I encourage you to be strong in your faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus and his Holy Spirit. I encourage you to listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit. Listen for his voice. Seek him. Saying, what are you saying to me today, Holy Spirit? What are, you, what are you leading me to do today? Who do you want me to talk to? Who do you want me to send an encouraging message to? What do you want me to do today, Holy Spirit? Lead me, guide me, strengthen me. Help me to know you, to know your character, to know you today. I know that is what he wants you to do. He wants you to know him. Have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Just remember, Jesus said, oh, when I'm going up to heaven, but when I go, I'm going to send the advocate, the Holy Spirit, and he's going to come and he's going to anoint you and he's going to give you fire and he's going to lead you and he's going to guide you. He's going to show you me, Jesus, he said. Who remembers reading that in the Bible? Who remembers hearing that? So that's why we need to seek the Holy Spirit. Because he's the one that Jesus said, I'm sending. I'm sending the Holy Spirit, the Advocate. Holy Spirit's our helper and our guide. 
Now, ask before, and I want to ask again. Who needs a miracle in their life? Can you put a hand up? Like, who needs healing? Put a hand up. Who needs miracles in someone else's life who's been praying for a loved one, either for them to be healed or for them to be saved? There's so many. And I guarantee that later on in the after, this afternoon, you'll probably think, oh, that's right, I should have put my hand up for that one because there's this and there's that. And, and yeah, I need a miracle here. Who needs God's provision financially? Who needs God's to open doors miraculously? Doors that don't even exist. Doors where the enemy has said, nah, you're not going through there. Or there is no door. You can't get through. You can't have breakthrough because it just doesn't happen. We also had a, a couple in the church where their daughter was stuck in New South Wales. This is talking about doors. And this is right when the COVID restrictions are really hitting Queensland and, and the Premier said, no one's coming in. Nah, totally no. Blockage. Who remembers that? And she was desperate. She needed to come back to Queensland. She'd been trying for months and every time she tried to get in, nothing happened. Flights cancelled, all this sort of stuff. And then the Premier says this, and she was like almost suicidal. We could hear that. We understood it in the parents' face. And she's like 20, 21. So we started to pray. God, you need to open a door where it's impossible right now in the natural. Within two weeks, she was back in Australia, back in Queensland. God just opened a door. Someone who she'd been calling about moving into Queensland, getting, getting a, a pass or whatever it was, they just rang back and said, look, there's this opening. I can give you this. I can get you here. Get this doctor's thing. You have to get the shots and come over and then you have to quarantine. And she was, yep, 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 yep. Doors just opened. Less than two weeks of us starting to pray for that to happen. When we stand in unity and faith in the name of Jesus, he's there in, in, the midst, in, the, in the midst of us. Right now, he's in the midst of us because we're standing here in the name of Jesus, yeah? And if you need a miracle, I want to pray a corporate prayer. But before I pray that, I don't know if you're watching on live church or you're here in the building and you, you don't know this Jesus or you don't know the Holy Spirit, but you, need, you, you just feel the Holy Spirit pulling on your heartstrings right now. Maybe that's you. And if that's you, I'm going to pray a prayer in just a moment. But I want to invite you to pray it as well. I'm going to pray it out loud, and I'm going to invite everyone to pray it, because we don't not about embarrassing anyone. But if that's you today, and, and, and you know that you just know that you know that you know that something's pulling on your heartstrings to say yes to Jesus. If that's you today, when you pray this prayer, I want to invite you to pray it from your heart. Because God said, if you seek me with all of my heart, your heart, you will find me. Jesus wants you to find him. And if that's you today, and I want to invite everyone to pray it, I'm just going to pray a prayer. And it's simply a prayer of invitation, acknowledgement, acknowledging Jesus and inviting him to come and live in our heart by the power of his Holy Spirit. And the word of God says that our name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. And that His Holy Spirit will come and dwell in us and reveal Jesus to us at new levels, new things, all the time. So if that's you today, I just want to pray this prayer and I invite you to pray it with me. Can everyone pray it after me? Heavenly Father, I ask that you would forgive me of every sin. Wash me clean, I pray, with the precious, sinless blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I thank you that you are raised to life. I thank you that you are seated at the right hand of the Father. And I thank you that you sent your Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please fill me with your presence. Please save my soul. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. In Jesus' name. Now, if you're here in the building or you're on live church and you've prayed that prayer for the first time today, come and let Pastor Darren know. Because I'm sure you've got more questions that need answering. I'm sure you've got prayer requests that need, need corporate prayer. But speaking of corporate prayer, I want to pray for everyone right now. Those who need a miracle those who need breakthrough, those who need financial provision, those who need doors opened, those who need loved ones 
transformed, saved, the impossible saved. God wants to hear your prayer today. If, you've, if you need healing in your body right now, because I believe in miracles, signs and wonders, so does Pastor Darren, so do you. But if you need a miracle in your body today, as I pray, I want you to lay your hand on that part, whether it's pain, whether it's cancer, whether it's sickness, disease, virus, cough, cold, cancer, flu, infection, whatever it is, lay your hand on that part. So I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit's going to move. I really feel there's a gift of healing here today, an anointing of healing. Father, we just stand in faith in your word. Your word that says that where there are two or more gathered together in my name, you're in the midst of us, Jesus. Your word that says that when we lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus, you heal us. Father, we just claim right now that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Lord, I pray for every sickness, disease, virus, cough, cancer, cold, fever, skin cancer to be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, blood disorders to be healed, headaches, back pains, shoulder aches, to be healed in the name of Jesus. By the power of your Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, for the glory of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd sweep across this room, unblocking nasal passages, healing dim vision, opening ears, restoring clarity of thought, healing skin cancer, healing and mending broken hearts, hearing the hearts and the spirit cry of our, for our loved ones. Hearing our prayers, Lord. Speaking to us with clarity of the plans that you have for us to heal us, to prosper us, to give us breakthrough, miracles, signs and wonders. And we pray and ask all this, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I feel the Holy Spirit's finished yet. Are we possibly able to play, even if it's just the keyboard, um, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place? Is that possible? Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. And you don't have to stand up to sing this song, but just sing it quietly. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. So I don't feel the Holy Spirit's finished yet. It's your people He wants to speak to. If we can just close our eyes and sing this song and just say, what are you saying to me, Holy Spirit? I need more of you. I need more of you. I need to hear your voice. That wasn't the Holy Spirit. Just a malfunction. There we go. Father, we just thank you and we praise you. We lift our hands and we worship you. Come, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Yes, Lord. More of you, Lord. We thank you for your presence in this place. Holy Spirit. As you're singing, you're inviting him to come. As you're singing, he's speaking to you. Yes, you pray in tongues, if you believe in that and you've got the gift of praying in tongues, I just encourage you right now as you sing, pray in tongues. Allow the Holy Spirit to use you to pray for your loved ones as you pray in tongues. Focus on them. 
Lord, I'm praying for this person and that person. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord. Lift your hands to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. Who's felt the presence of the Holy Spirit this morning? Who's felt the Lord touch them this morning? Who's felt God's heard your prayers this morning? Keep singing. Come Holy Spirit. We want more of you. receive the touch of the Holy Spirit this morning? Anyone feel the presence of the Holy Spirit? Anyone get healed? Anyone feel any difference in their body right now? Anyone feel that God spoke to them this morning? Anyone want to share what God said to them this morning? Really quickly, to encourage everyone. You had your hand up before. Did you want to share? No? That's okay. God is good. God has plans for you in 2022 and it's better than last year. He's the same God yesterday, today and forever, but He's doing something new and He's going to do it in you. And in those moments, in those miracles, in those signs and those wonders, and it might be a couple of days from now, you get that healing, you get that prayer answered. God's taking a photo and it's going to be part of your testimony. I want to encourage you to be strong in your faith in the Lord Jesus to seek Him with all of your heart. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you so much, folks. Be blessed. I'm going to hand back over to Pastor Darren. Folks, why don't we stand together for a moment? Lord, we just thank you for the word that you've spoken to us, that this is a moment for photobombing. I'm going to take that away. I like the Holy Spirit photobombing us. I love that thought. Lord, right now we, we look at our world, it seems such a mess, but you are Lord and sovereign over Australia. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we have nothing to fear. We just have someone to trust. And Lord, right now we just want to give you the year of 2022. Not as a time to go backwards, not as a time to crawl away in fear, not as a time to say, oh no, there's more bad news coming. But as a time where, who knows that the Lord, if the Lord has not brought you here for such a time as this. I believe that this year is going to be our moment. And Heavenly Father, we just want to focus our eyes on you, turn our eyes on you and let the things of earth fade away. Because we trust you. Lord, I want to pray for miracles this year. I want to pray for breakthrough this year. Lord, for healings this year. Lord God, we want to pray that the church of God will stand up strong in our nation this year. 
because you are the way maker. You are the one. Lord, we just commit our lives to you. We commit our churches, our homes, our businesses, our families to you. And we say, as the prophet Isaiah said when you called him, here am I, Lord, send me. Lord, we trust you. For you have plans for us to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope in a future. Lord, to a nation without hope, we want to proclaim the hope of Jesus Christ. Use us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.